your weekly dose of Wayne's Comics. Welcome to episode 288 of the Wayne's Comics Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. This week features the return of Caleb Toussaint, and he's got a Kickstarter going for his wonderful comic, Alter Life, which we'll discuss in depth and find out what other things he's got going on. I talked to him almost a year ago, and I still love the book. Issue number two has come out, and I got a chance to read it before we talked, which we'll go into as well. And issue three is almost coming. So we want to make sure that we get that Kickstarter supported and get those things on the way. It's always fun to talk to an original creator such as Caleb, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy what he has to say. There's a lot to get to, so let's get on with the show. to welcome back to the podcast Caleb Tusat, the creator of Alter Life and Zed, and who has a Kickstarter going on with that first comic. How are you doing today, Caleb? I'm good. How are you, Wayne? Good a good talk with you again. I just got Alter Life number two in the mail, which is really great, but the Kickstarter is about number three. Do you want to, why don't we, before we get into all that, why don't we give a brief synopsis as to what Alter Life is about? Okay, um, yeah, it's a story about a man who has kind of fallen on hard times, and he, through basically committing suicide, uh, he discovers that he can't die, and he instead is reborn in an alternate version of himself every time that he dies. Mm-hmm. So basically, he starts trying to figure out what's going on, and the first two issues really start uh, unraveling this mystery, and when we get to issue three, which is on Kickstarter right now, that's uh, where a lot of these questions start to really get answered. Mm-hmm. Now, I first met you, I think it was at World Chicago last year. Yes. And that's when I, I, I read the book and I really liked it. And that's why I set up an interview with you last year. It's hard to believe it's been almost a year now. But I got number two, which I'm really, like I said, I really liked. And I, like I, I told you before we started recording, I got a million questions, none of which I can probably ask because it'll <laughs> spoil something because that's how tightly this book is written, which I really like. Now, let's talk about the Kickstarter because that's the most important thing. Tell us what's going on with the Kickstarter for number three, like when it's going to end and uh, what kind of things we get if we support issue number three. All right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it started on Sunday. Um, it, that Sunday, the, just this past Sunday and what I forget what the date was <laughs> right offhand. 25th. The 25th. And it runs until the, the end of July. Uh, 
basically it runs till the midnight on the 29th. Okay. So um, right now is like the most important time, of course, for a Kickstarter. That's still in the first week. So um, I'm not sure when all these people will be hearing this, but mm-hmm. if you back within the first week, you get a free add-on and after the first week, these add-ons are still available. Um, these are some of the things I'm most excited about. Um, we had uh, our artist Katrina Koonsman come up with this great mandala vinyl sticker that's like a representation of all the craziness that is Alter Life. And that's one of the awesome add-ons. And then we have a button, and we have uh, poster mini prints of all of the variant covers that we've done in the past and for the current one as well. So um, that's one of the big things I try to do for these Kickstarters is I have a guest uh, artist do their kind of interpretation on a concept that I come up with uh, for a variant cover. And we have Walter Osley did one for us this time, and it's spectacular. I, it's, one, it's one of my favorite pieces of art that's come out of this, and – I just can't describe how happy I was when he showed that to me. And I, I really think like this is the only time you're going to be able to get this cover during this campaign. Well, let me ask you something, Caleb, because it's going to, because this is a holiday weekend coming uh, that's on upon us. It's not going to post until Monday the third because uh, uh, the folks in charge of the website, they're going to be off doing family stuff. And so it won't come up till Monday. If people, Sign up on Monday. Was that is that going to be too late? Nope. Um, I think I'm going to run this week one freebie until the end of the day on the Fourth of July, just oh. so these holiday backers can, you know, if you're lazing around on the Fourth and you listen to this and you want to go get yourself a free add-on, then jump on and grab it. So. Now, of course, the, you go to kickstarter.com, and it's alter-hyphen. It's not A-L-T-A-R, like a church thing. It's A-L-T-E-R hyphen life. And you're looking for number three. So that's the thing to do, and look for those good things. Now, talk to me about what kind of benefits and what kind of you know uh, rewards you get for backing. You're, you're talking about this first week. You mentioned a couple. There must be other things that you're offering as well as getting in issue number three. Well, of course, that makes me ask you, can you get all three issues as one of the rewards? Yes. Um, I built it in. There's not – I started off – there's not many slots available, but I am – there, I am uh, releasing it so people can catch up with the series, mainly because I know there's people out there that don't want digital and they want the physical book. So, um, yeah, I I will, you know, if, if demand is high, I'll release some more of those. But uh, uh, so far, it looks like I've actually gotten a lot of new people uh, just in the first day or two. So, um, yeah, I definitely would... Uh, recommend if you if you want to catch up they're there um you can get like one comic two comics three comics and then you can get like the full package of all of my comics that's including a print of zed number one even so wow that's good i like that book too by the way i thought that was a good book as well lots of that's got a lot more action in into it this one is a lot more I don't want to say passive. There's a lot going on, but let's just say that things happen to the main character more. The other one, I thought 
the main character did more in there. And, you know, that's good. I like variety in my storytelling. So I actually like that difference in the two books. Yeah, that what that kind of came out of writing this one. Honestly, I wanted something that was completely opposite of this because after writing something so deep and methodical, I was like, I just need to have something fun and completely off the wall opposite as this one. So, so the Kickstarter's underway. You had you now you'd done Kickstarters for both before, but the the first issue and the second issue, right? Yes, I'm slowly, you know, drawing more audience as we go here, um, issue by issue. And it's it just becomes a more fine tuned process as we're going here. And the hope is now that as the following grows, that we can get enough funding to kind of dump some of this extra money into keeping the series going without having to come back at quite the uh, amount that we have been in the past so mm-hmm. I have to say of course uh, I, I supported the issue to Kickstarter which is how I got the book and I got a kick because you went by people's first names when you did the thanks for that and that puts my name last which I always get a kick because <laughs> the W always comes if you can't be first be last because then That's- so I like that <laughs> That's that was all simply due to the organization of Kickstarter. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Kickstarter. I, I like my name being last, so that's really good stuff. Are you gonna do the same thing with three? Are you gonna in issue three? You gonna list the folks who supported? Oh, yes. um, I tried to add the up special thanks to backers and especially to people that you know are coming out and helping support. The, the campaign like you are with these podcasts and with reviews and you know your opinions about this stuff really it, it enhances my writing in the future and when i come back to it so it's it's very exciting to have so many people uh, behind you so i want to kind of you know pay homage to everybody because the book really literally would not exist if it wasn't for you people backing it so well that's the the, the great thing about kickstarter and i i've often said this on this podcast is that we get to see stories like yours that if it hadn't been for kickstarter we probably wouldn't get to see it because i can't see dc or marvel picking up this comic yeah, Sadly, that's but. kind of what I love about the community, too, because you get so many great creators and they're there supporting each other and, you know, cheering each other on and supporting, sharing everybody's projects. And it's just it's a great community to be a part of. So mm-hmm. now, what other things do you have that you can get as a reward? I'm just sort of curious. Um, aside from the variant cover and all the issues, um, and we have those add-ons, mm-hmm. um, basically, it's those aren't really built into the tiers. If you add five bucks to your pledge, you get to choose any of those. So um, the, after that, we have a special um, thank you card for higher tiered backers that actually is going to be uh, designed specifically for this campaign by Katrina Kuntzman. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, if you're one of our exclusive highest tier backers, then you're going to get producer credit and you also even get a sneak peek at the script for the next issue. Hmm. <laughs> now, how many issues are in the, the Ultra Life series? Um, it has five issues total. Mm-hmm. So we'll be halfway there. Mm-hmm. Well, a little more than halfway there mm-hmm. after this. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, you'd be good. Do you have plans for other Ultra Life stories after this one, or is this kind of the one that you want to tell? Um, that's a good question. Uh, the world that's being built here, once it's revealed to you all, I don't really want to give too much away with that, but it definitely presents itself as something that I could come back to, maybe not with the Jake storyline. I think his story will be kind of told in these five issues. But uh, I definitely have some ideas of coming back into this world. So it'll be it'll be exciting to come back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. Do you continue, want to continue doing single issues? Or I know you tried to do a Kickstarter one time that didn't quite pan out to do a, a trade. And I often find on Kickstarters, trades struggle on, in a Kickstarter thing. Are you still thinking about a trade or would you like to keep doing individual issues? At the end of this one, I'm going to give the option for people to buy the trade. Really, I, honestly, I feel this story is best told all at once. But, I mean, the nature of being an independent creator, it's really hard without a huge following to uh, get that funding to do all the artwork and everything all at once. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, it'll kind of depend on the project and how, you know, my following builds over the next year with finishing Alter Life. Um, I'd be I'd love to do bigger books eventually, but uh, I'll I'll do them any way that I can at this point. <laughs> no, I didn't look. Are these guys available on Comixology? Um, issue one is on Comixology mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Zed is on uh, Comixology, mm-hmm. but issue two, of course is just now getting into the submission process. So it probably won't be on for the, another month or two because they take a while to get mm-hmm. things up. But mm-hmm. Well, I noticed you talked about the fact that people like paper copies, and I like paper copies, but I also like, if I can't get a paper copy readily, I like to be able to download and read right away something off of Comixology. So that's why I always ask, and, I, and I'm glad you've got them up there because those kinds of things, you you get as much space, I like to always point out, as Action Comics, or Detective Comics on Comixology. Your book is out there. When it comes out, it's on that week, and then people can look it up if they're trying okay. to find it. So I, I like Comixology. I know it's not necessarily a moneymaker, but on the other hand, you do get the chance to get it out to people. Definitely. I mean, when I got issue one of Alter Life on there, I was super excited. It like came out next, like it was up there. The image was next to like the Batgirl comic or something. I was like, like crap, this is so cool. And I mean, I, I know it's not going to be a, a cash in for me. And honestly, at this point, especially with issue one, I just want people to read it, enjoy it, and then come find us for the next one. And catch up on print if you want them. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of for independent creators. I think comiXology is just a great audience builder because people that aren't going to find it any other way will find it on there. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily have to have bagging and boarding involved. You can read and download it to your iPod, iPad and look at it. And oftentimes I find that you can zoom in a little if you want to, instead of having to put the book cup, close to your face so i kind of like that kind of stuff on oh there. yeah and they have that guided view that kind of almost makes it like this action it almost feels like a movie when you're scrolling through it it's very cool I, I like to me it's if you own the paper copy it's almost worth getting the guided view version of the comicsology thing just because it reads differently mm-hmm. but 
<laughs> very cool, very cool. Now, have you thought about being getting published? Or are you going to continue to self-publish? Um, I'll self-publish as long as it's necessary, okay. honestly. Okay. I know when I finally when I finally get the full book of Alter Life, I will submit it and see if someone will pick it up mm -hmm. uh, to distribute. Mainly because I don't have near enough of a reach to get these books on the shelves of a bunch of comic book stores. So, yeah, I would definitely jump at the chance to get published. And I'm actually even just right now finishing a submission for that top cow. Uh, talent hunt for the year, which I just actually sent in like minutes ago. So. Oh, oh wow! T talk about that a little bit. I mean, I was listening to because you have a, on a you have a Patreon page, and I want to talk about that a little bit more too. But I was listening to what you were saying on a Patreon page in a in a, a video talk that you were doing, and the thing I'm kind of fascinated by is you have to write their characters, as I understand it. Yes, this is a new thing, apparently. This year, they're making you write uh, for one, one of three series, and you have to write with their characters, and you have to write a one-off, 22-page script hmm. that stands alone. You can't. It, they don't want you setting up a huge, epic story. They want a one-off story. So I'm pretty excited with the one I came up with, and... <laughs> Of course, it's very science fiction. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of similarities to Alter Life. Um, I think, I mean, I, I, who knows what will happen. It's a long process, but it's it's pretty exciting because, I mean, that there's that this could make or break a huge, a huge moment in my career, mm -hmm. really, if this was picked up. So mm -hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty exciting. It's a, definitely a challenge to write for someone else's established characters. Um, you have to kind of I was kind of blessed because the characters they wrote for one of their series think tank kind of uh, it's in my style of writing especially like there's a lot of similarities to the way I write Zed with the two characters kind of playing off of each other so yeah I I definitely think it made me a better writer to go after something like well, that's so. good. I hope you get what you win because, as I've seen in the past, they've had their contests and people who win often go on to do other things. So that's kind of something I'm sure you, you, you'd hope will happen is that you get to, not only do you like to do your own creator own stuff, but you like to do some other stuff as well. Because I'm sure as a, as a writer and a creator, you get ideas for other characters, not just your own. Oh, yeah. I mean, I even joke. Uh, I had I even joked about it on Facebook the other day. I was like, it might never happen, but I had this awesome Batman story floating around in my head, and I'm gonna start writing it. <laughs> you just never know where life is gonna lead you. And uh, we someday I'll look back at this podcast and be like, yeah, look, I was talking about it then. So. <laughs> well, that's good. I I think that the creativity that your books show, and it's different. You know, I I've read a lot of comics in my life. But your stuff has just stood out to me as something unique in the storytelling. And I really like that. And I really think that companies who are trying to put some new life into their characters could stand a little creativity put into it, like the kind that you provide. Well, thanks. I mean, that's kind of what I was, what I'm going for. You know, I, I, I don't want to be writing necessarily the men in capes and tights. I want to do something that stuff's fun. And I would, more be more than happy to write a story in it but it's like 
this is my imagination goes to this deeper methodical world of science fiction and it, it always comes back to it mm-hmm. so i'm i'm happy that it strikes a chord with someone like you mm-hmm. so well, as I said, I've read a lot of books, and it's something that's unique or, or provides variety to my reading. It always stands out to me, and I always really like it. That's what when I came across your book at uh, Wizard World, I remember taking it back to the hotel that night and reading it and going, like, wow, that's different. So the next day I had to go seek you out to be able to interview you and talk with you about this, all these other good things that you had going on, too. So pretty good. Yeah, that was one of my highlights of Wizard World, having you come back. I actually had a few people come back to me that next day, and they were like, this is a great book. And you came up to me like, oh, I want to have you on my podcast. And I'm like, this, that's, that was exciting. Yeah, because you never, as a creator, you're, you're, and I don't mean to put this in an untoward way, but you're kind of naked when you give somebody your comic book. You know, this is you. This is your story, you know, and somebody come, when somebody comes back, that's got to be encouraging, you know, that they, they like the story that you wrote and, and they enjoyed it. Definitely. Well, and this story really comes from a dark part of my past, really. I mean, this the character being stuck in a moment in his life that he's not happy with is very reminiscent of me working a crap job for uh, way too long in my life. <laughs> mm. Uh, kind of it killing my creative process. Mm. So, um, yeah, th- there's a very personal aspect to this book, and to have someone like you come uh, shake my hand and tell me how much you enjoyed it is definitely an exciting moment. So, well, it's a great book. I can't wait to see how you're going to move forward in each issue. But I wanted to ask you something too about the Kickstarter before we leave the Kickstarter behind. I was listening to, like I said, this video that you came out with, and you said something that kind of interested me, and it had it brought to mind some of the Kickstarters that I've I've watched and I've supported. You talked about the fact that you don't necessarily want to talk too much about the project, which kind of goes against what you're thinking. You know, normally you got to talk about the project, you got to promote the project, but you actually talk about talking about yourself as well as some way to stand out from other people. Do you want to no. elaborate a little bit on that some more? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, there, even in the past year since I started doing this, there are an exponential amount of creators putting stuff on Kickstarter and it's hard, just like when you go on Netflix or whatever and look for something to watch, it's hard to figure out what you're going to want to actually spend your time with and spend your money on. Um, it's not to me it's not always about just what's on the page if you can tell someone your story and where you're coming from and why it's so important for you to be doing this through Kickstarter um, I think that makes all the difference because there's people on there that are well established that are coming back and throwing stuff up on Kickstarter and that it gets funded instantaneously. Um, but there's also people like me, people like me a year ago that have never been able to do any of this before. And this gives us a platform to reach an audience and to get money to pay for artwork. I mean, I would never be able to afford Katrina <laughs> to do my artwork if it wasn't for something like this. And it's 
to me, sometimes it's a little frustrating when you're up against, uh, you know, a hundred different projects mm-hmm. on Kickstarter and there may be 20 of those are people that might not necessarily need to be using Kickstarter to fund their projects. Mm-hmm. They really are doing it because the audience is there and they're, it's like an instantaneous uh, sell for them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, tell your story and people can connect with you as a writer more with than just with the words on the page, mm-hmm. I think. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, it, you brought your mind. I, I interviewed uh, Mike Bloom last week about uh, his book Italiano. Oh, nice! And he, I looked at the video, and he introduced like his daughters. He brought his dog into it. He had all this stuff going on. But the thing was, you got this sense of who this guy was, as right. all of that. And I really liked it. And of course, you know, I, I, I hoped that, that I had something to do with it. The day that the podcast posted he met his goals you know you, you sort of yeah, hope that you help with that yeah i saw he was successful that's great so, so I'm happy um, about that. yeah the, i i started doing when i started doing this my main video was just me talking mm-hmm. but now that i'm at the point where i'm a little more well established i just kind of throw a trailer for that i spend a lot of time putting together uh that kind of just sells the story. And then I always still put that video of myself talking inside the, in, inside the project, because I want people to know that I'm not just a comic book writer. I work a normal job. I have other responsibilities in my life. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the reason I'm at asking people to help, on my project is not because I don't want to spend money on it. It's because I don't have the money to spend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, I, it's, I want to like to make it a communal effort. You know, if we're doing, we're in this together. Uh, if you want, if you love this story and you want to see it continue, then we'll, we'll help it continue. And I, I think that's, that's a really cool thing. Kickstarter. No, of course, this leads right into the next subject I wanted to get back to, and that was Patreon. I think that one of the great things about the Internet is it allows people like me. I'm sitting in, in Florida and Europe in the Midwest. We can connect, and I can support your stuff. There's a Patreon you've got going on, and you provide original content through there. Do you want Because Major Spoilers has a Patreon account, and I never quite get what Patreon is. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is? Sure. Um, I be, my my basic pitch for Patreon is basically you're subscribing to what is essentially like um in in a sense it's like a magazine or something like that. And you can imagine that in your head because you're you're subscribing monthly to continuous content from an artist or from a website or from a writer or any type of creator really. So what I try to do is I have a couple extra uh, comic book ideas that I had floating around and I've been writing scripts for. And I decided why not just this Patreon will be a couple exclusive ideas, a comic book series ideas that uh, people can help uh, promote and help pay to get the artwork done for. Mm-hmm. So Every month I do at least one or more uh, pages 
for one of the comic books and everybody can kind of pitch in their thoughts and sometimes we do pinups of uh, just conceptual stuff and try to find new artists and it's just it's just a fun way to keep everybody involved in the process and kind of break down you know if some people come there for advice on writing some people come just to see the artwork and i kind of try to provide a little bit of all of that to my people that follow me so you know i have a few people on there that ask uh you know how do you go about writing a comic book mm -hmm. and just like the wanted a better idea of how to go about writing characters or how to start a kickstarter or so any of that stuff I mean, I'm more than happy to help people try to wrap their heads around this whole process because mm -hmm. it is not easy. And I did a lot of it myself. Mm -hmm. So, and so, it, you mean, you live, you learn, and I'd love to teach people along the way. So it's kind of a, it's like a mashup of a teaching tool and a tool for just creating cool new comics. So, yeah, uh, I'm kind of focusing on one horror story right now, but it's it's really fun and it's fun to find new artists and it's a great way to keep your audience uh, involved in your process. Now, of course, the way you get there is you go to patreon.com and that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n and there's a slash and then of course your company is village comics it's all one word village comics to get there so well the thing i found so interesting about it is you point out that just a dollar gets you full access but as i understand it the more you pledge the the more access and the more content you get so a dollar gets you access to basically all the actual content that we produce as far as um, artwork and pages. But I kind of open it up. If you drop more money in, you're going to get more access to like some behind the scenes stuff like conceptual images and just like process. And some of the higher tier people, I even throw in um, prints of either pinups or uh pages depending on what people want so it's kind of all up to you as the patron um i kind of leave it in your core i have different tiers and the higher goals that we meet with the amounts that i'm raising on there the more pages we'll create every month <laughs> and you know the the real hope that i had with it and i'm still kind of hoping we can get there eventually is that this kind of starts creating full on comic books mm. over the course of a couple months mm -hmm. because if I could get enough money to raise that we could do five pages of art every month. Mm. Then in a few months, everybody can get uh, a print of that comic book. Mm. So that's kind of, I'm kind of using it in a different way than I've really seen before. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's, I'm learning as I go. But it's, I definitely think the potential for what I can do with my comics on there is pretty exciting. Well, some of the things you point out, you ask the question, where does the money go? And then you say this Patreon is focused on raising funds for paying artists. The Patreon, uh, the Patreon money is not meant for profit. So that's something I think people should understand is that you're not necessarily going to pay your bills with it, although you, you know, you may be tempted at times. It's. I think to me, crowdfunding should not be about 
filling your pockets. And I, some people might disagree with this, but I think the crowdfunding is to make your product. After you're done making the product, you can do whatever you want with it. You can print more copies and sell them wherever, and then you're making your profit. So to me, especially with Patreon, like just the money is going to go to pay an artist to make art. To, the more money, the more pages. And then, you know, if I have enough to make a comic book, then when I'm printing those comics and selling them at a convention, then maybe I'm making money. Mm-hmm. But not until, you know, not until the artwork is paid for, you know. And mm-hmm. it, I'm never taking money out of the Patreon and putting it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So, Which is great. I mean, that's, see, again, this is people who love comics can support comics by doing this kind of a thing. So I think it's a great thing. Now, the question I got to ask, of course, you brought up conventions and stuff like that. And I met you at Wizard World Chicago. Do you have more convention appearances scheduled this year? Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately, but unfortunately, uh, I have, my life is crazy right now. I have a lot of writing going on and I have a baby due actually on Saturday. <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay. That's, uh, by the time this comes out, you'll probably already have your so baby. I might be a dad when you're hearing this. Okay, uh, cool. But so it's exciting, but it also kind of restricts um, how many of these things I can do this year. So I did fantastic con in Toledo in the spring, which was real fun. It's nice and small. Uh, there was only like 12 people in the artist alley. So it's like, there's zero competition. You're all just helping each other out. So I'm going to do another one of those fantastic cons in Fort Wayne in October. And that's the only other con really that I have scheduled this year. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope, uh, once I get settled as a new dad and everything with, with the next year i'll probably do a a few more appearances Mm -hmm. so we'll see but honestly the wizard world i love doing wizard world but man the tables are expensive for independent creators and unless i can split the cost with somebody i it's it's hard for me to justify uh buying a table at something like that so and when i met you i was actually splitting a table with one of my friends so i remember yeah, which is cool. Cause, uh, well, you know, the real life gets in the way of comics sometimes. And it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't want to get into personal stuff, but I just, do you know if it's a, a, a boy or a girl coming? Um, we actually have left it a surprise. Ah, so, yes. Okay. All um, right. We're playing it old school. <laughs> all right. That's good. Well, I saw a picture uh, of the mom on Facebook, which and she looks real happy, and I think you guys are going to be great parents. I think if you're that responsible with your comics, just imagine how you're going to be with a child. I think you're going to be real good. Hey, my joke is if you can survive a Kickstarter, you can survive having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's good. So, oh man, with all this stuff going on, it's doubtful you've got any other things that you're working on. Uh, maybe you should ask it. Yeah, have you got a Z update? You would actually be surprised. Oh. I'm, I am writing my ass off right now. Oh. I did that submission for Top Cow, and mm-hmm. I'm happy that's over. I'm in the middle of finishing my first issue of The Nook, which is the exclusive Patreon web series that you can get access to for a buck and that one's kind of like a Guillermo del Toro style horror ghost story set in world war two, mm-hmm. which is very cool and very fun to write. 
Mm -hmm. um, Zed, I'm actually writing issue two right now. I'm about two thirds of the way through that issue. Um, I'm not sure when that's going to come around because my main focus right now is just churning out these alter life issues until we're finished. So, I mean, as soon as it, you, you saw it, as soon as I shipped alter life two, mm -hmm. I was getting ready to push the button to launch issue three. <laughs> and I'm, I'm planning on doing that until the series is finished now. So, so when are you going to figure figure five is going to be done? Um, I'm hoping by the very latest by March of next year. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm kind of anticipating it takes usually two to three months between running the Kickstarter and then creating the artwork and then printing and shipping. So hopefully by the time I'm doing Fort Wayne, Indiana, Fantasticon, I'll be running the Kickstarter for issue four. Mm. So. Yeah, if that gives you any idea of how fast we're trying to do this. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you you have a baby to take care of, too, so you'll be a busy guy. Oh, yeah. Now, I have one more question to ask, though, out of the... I'm looking at the Patreon site, and it mentions another thing called Babel. The secret war between heaven and hell has begun. What's that all about? Yes. Um, <laughs> this is a crazy idea that I actually came up with my brother, like probably 12 years ago and it's just like alter life was another idea that's just been like gestating for a decade and i wrote a treatment for the first script and i i have some people doing conceptual drawings and stuff but it's it's not quite where i want it to be um but it's a very cool story it's kind of like this you've seen these ideas before the heaven and hell war on earth but this very this is much more subtle this is like in the guise of humanity so you kind of see these like people um kind of pushing humanity into certain directions mm -hmm. and causing uh catastrophic events or causing outbreaks of some sort mm -hmm. um, to kind of uh, real humanity in it's the idea that we have as a society gone too far and instead of god hitting the button to reset like with noah and the ark he's just cast all the angels down to basically in his last attempt to fix what we've done to the world hmm. so <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's, that sounds like a real interesting story. I'd be curious to see how that pans out. It'd be fun to see. Well, uh, that one's definitely there. It's definitely on the back burner, but it's gonna be. It, it'll it'll be awesome once I get it uh, where I want it to be. Very good. Well, you got a lot of irons in the fire, and they're all good ones too. I really enjoy all these good things. I hope that by the time this po podcast posts, you're a dad very successfully. I hope that you're you've met your goal. Well, if that doesn't happen, you'll be. I'm sure it won't be far away for issue three. And I hope uh, the Patreon you get a lot of good patrons through that as well. Because I think Caleb, you're doing good stuff, and I I think you deserve to be supported. And this is what crowdfunding is all about, in my opinion, your kind of stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. It's it's amazing to see. Uh, especially people like you uh, getting behind somebody like me who's kind of come from the outside of all of this. <laughs> well, I, I I look for quality is what I look for. I look for variety and a, a well-told story and something that 
pulls my mind in a different direction than I've gone before. And all your stuff does that. So I like that. And I, I think you're going to be successful with these good things. And if people want to follow your stuff, you've got the Patreon and you've got... Uh, and as I mentioned, you're on Facebook. Do you want to talk about... Is Facebook kind of your main social media thing? Is that how people oh, keep up yeah. with you? I usually, that's kind of my hub for all things Village Comics, but um, I, I try to keep my, I have an actual website that I try to keep relatively up to date on news, and uh, that's just villagecomicbooks.com. So usually if there's something going on as far as a Kickstarter or Patreon or a book release or something, there'll be stuff on there that you can, you know, links and stuff at the homepage that you'll be able to find everything. Cool, cool. There's one thing that really puzzles me, and someday I'm going to have to find out what this is all about. There's a picture on the Patreon about there's a tree that doesn't look like I have any leaves on it, and there's what obviously is the uh, main character in a looks like a hospital bed, and there's, the, there's a guy with a red tie, and more than that we won't talk about. And <laughs> there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in there. And it's, Is that a cover coming? Is that what that is? That would be the variant for issue three. And, yeah. It, it, I pitched this idea to an uh, artist that I just really was liking his stuff, Walter Osley. He's mm-hmm. done a Scripper Bureau. He's an indie creator just like me. Mm-hmm. Man, his artwork is astounding. And I was just like, you know, I'd love to ha- see if, what you could come up with. And I pitched him this idea of a guy in a hospital bed, the wires that turn into roots and of a tree behind him. And he... Uh, gave me that variant cover and I was blown away by it. So <laughs> Wow. Because I like Walter's stuff too. I I've read the Shiver Bureau and I've I've met him at cons and we, you know we talk a lot about these kinds of things. That is really a cool cover, I have to say. If you haven't seen it and you want to see it, go to the Patreon, look under slash village comics, all one word, and you can look down in there and you'll see that cover on there. It's definitely worth supporting, just as much as your other good things are. So I just think you're on a roll, Caleb. I just think there's all these good things that are happening. So I hope they continue to happen. And man, I, I look forward to more success for you in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much. need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy and I can't do that as Bruce Wayne. As a man from flesh and blood I can be ignored I can be destroyed but as a symbol. Get the latest from the comics universe. News, interviews, previews, and reviews. Listen to the weekly Wayne's Comics Podcast so you can keep reading your comics. a wrap for this episode. If this weekend is a holiday one for you, have a great time, and even if it isn't, we'll see you next week. So until then, keep reading your comics.